Welcome to The View Looks Good with Ander Passos and Kim Van Niekerk. You know what I love about not editing these uh, podcasts is that they're going to get loads of lovely traffic noise <laughs> in the background. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Um, as always, we've had a lovely 45 minute conversation <laughs> about all the various things um, in our lives that are influencing our nervous system, our mindsets and our emotions. Um and then this last conversation we've just had felt like this is one we need to talk about. Yeah. So as ever, we're backtracking because it sounds good. So this morning we have talked about, it's very much a early concept conversation for us. This is not in stone, have it ready to go. But we've been playing with this idea of what is it like if you really allow emotions the freedom to run off. And, and by that, what we mean is the idea being an emotion has a finite amount of energy behind it. Like it's almost like a bucket full of energy, a bucket full of emotion. And you can tip the bucket out when it's overflowing, but it doesn't have a tap attached to it. Like mm. it's, there's only so much there. And how often we tip the bucket, but then stop it from fully f- emptying. Mm. And we've been playing with this idea of what happens if you just give permission for the bucket just to fully empty and then work from there. Mm. And and I think um, the, thinking of it in terms of emotional swing and our nervous system, the other thing that you said a little while ago to me was the importance of completing the swing. Mm, definitely. And I feel like the reason why we need to empty the bucket is in for our, our physical well-being and our psychological well-being is that if we don't empty that bucket, it's almost like we don't complete that swing in our nervous system. And so it that energy is pent up almost as if the water in the bucket is dirty yeah. and then you don't empty it. So now whenever you put in clean water, it stays dirty. So it needs to complete. Yeah. And this is obviously links in really nicely with the work of Peter Levine, who has done huge amounts in understanding trauma. And, you know, trauma, we don't just mean like big traumas like car accidents and things like that. We're talking about just everyday small little things that your the nervous system builds up this energy, whether it's your freeze state or your fight, flight, your fawn. And if it doesn't release, if it doesn't finish the complete cycle it goes through, it gets stuck. Mm. And then the body is looking to finish that cycle constantly. So it's that's when you sort of feel like you're just never getting anywhere and all the emotions are just taking over again and again and again. And this is the idea we've been playing with of let's just empty the bucket. Mm. But it's a bit painful mm. and a bit tricky. <laughs> yes. And I, I know most of our work is to get towards work and leadership and how do we help leaders and people in the space of work be able to do this. So when your colleague is having a meltdown or struggling with something or frustrated or angry, to let them be... But what's a little bit more close to home is just family and the people around us and little ones and um, what they're going through. And that's been a really interesting space for me to play with this and, and the experiment that you and I have been doing and just to watch myself with emotions. So I have a belief, and this is what I'm realizing, is that don't don't make a fuss, don't make a scene, get over and done with quickly, take that away and... 
And when I see my little one having some kind of big emotion, then I want to take it away and make it all okay. Yeah, and s- stop the flow. Yeah, Like, don't let the bucket... Just stop the bucket from yeah. tipping at all. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if you think about that within a work context, how many meetings, conversations, when people get frustrated and angry and we're all looking with very big disapproving eyes uh, and it's not appropriate. And it, look, it, it's, you know, of course we have to keep things professional, but we're human and we've been talking a, a lot about this idea of the human culture where you just allow people to be human at work. So how is that then to sit in that moment, knowing now the experiment is let the bucket fully tip, Mm. let the bucket fully empty. We've got little ones with big emotions. What does it feel like to sit and just say, this is okay, just let the bucket tip? Well, like you say, in, in the moment, there's a little, it's a bit challenging, especially with the ear-piercing shrieks and the tinnitus <laughs> that is growing. But what I noticed is that the speed with which it all comes to an end is so much faster. In previous times, and I know, I think this is even the same for work, is if you try and shush it or mm. take it away or distract or something that feeling is still there and also the difficulty to explain that feeling is still there. Mm. So it shows up again and again and again and again. In my instances, to let the bucket empty is that I notice that my little one can find her voice. So she gets it in the end. I mean, she certainly finds a voice, but (laughs) (laughs) at the end she can actually find the words to describe it and she can calm herself down and she knows how she has been and, and she can regulates to being in a different place and I and I think that's the difference is adults that I know don't know how to do that yeah massively they just have to not cry in front of people they just have to not feel that emotion and pull yourself towards yourself and keep going and and it's important that we do that a lot of the time I suppose because we need to get stuff done but if we're never allowing ourselves the time to come back and feel that emotions process it let the bucket empty we're going to find ourselves looping as you said in the beginning so repeating the story yeah creating a story out of that yeah to try and make sense of it at a head level but not to fully embrace it and feel it and sense it yeah I mean it's a big ask isn't it to say let your colleagues have their emotions and not let that define them (laughs) that really I mean that is really asking for a completely different culture in the workplace which I'm all for like I'm like game on let's give this a go but I mean it would be someone feeling really angry and in effect you saying it's okay go for it have your moment of feeling angry Um, But the experiment that we've been playing with is a step further than that, which is not just saying, I can can be present with you in this space, I'm giving you my full attention, be angry. It's not just that the judgment has gone, and it's not just that I can be with you and I can be calm in your presence whilst you're having this big emotion, because it's just a big emotion. But it's actually a step further in saying, sitting and almost having an appetite Mm. and I finally found the word because when we were starting to conceive of this experiment last week I couldn't find the word for it but now I feel like it's an appetite Mm. for it like it's actually sitting with someone and 
not just giving them permission to feel their emotion, but saying, I'm here for this. I'm ready for this. Bring it. Yeah, get it. Have this emotion. I've got so much appetite for you having this feeling, which we were talking about conceptually is almost like saying it allows that flow of that bucket to just flow faster. Yeah. I love that uh, that word of appetite because it's, the encouraging of it and all those words can maybe move us into that fawn extending yeah. where we think we're doing a good thing, but we're muddying the waters. So it's still letting them be them and go through what they need to be. It's not our show, it's their show. But our appetite for it and our curiosity for it allows them to get have an appetite for it and a curiosity for yeah. it. And in doing so, the exploration, the learning... All of that is so much richer. Not only does the bucket empty, but there is actually a clean lesson learned. Yeah, a, really nice. And and I think I think that's what I'm realizing is the difference is before with distractions and moving you out of it and telling you that it's not important and making it smaller than it is in the hope that if they see, oh, okay, th- that was actually not so big, I'll stop making a fuss about it. But it was big for them. Yeah. So yeah. if something's big for them, to to find out why is that big for them? Yeah. Why does that hurt in a way? Why does that frustrate? Why does that create anger? What why is it? And, and also on the comments, why does it create so much joy? Why does that make you so happy? I think we can also do it on that side. We're perhaps a little bit more comfortable there. So, so it's nicer to That's to actually such a good point. We... We're talking about leaning into the emotion, the neg- the unhelpful emotions, the negative emotions, as they might be called. Um, but there's something there as well about an appetite for someone's excitement and their love for something. Because we can also, you know, that's not always that cool in an office either. <laughs> when someone's getting all excited and happy and joyful. <laughs> Come on, be miserable like the rest of them. Those are not the places I've worked. <laughs> But it's but it is appetite for all the emotions and and I think this is something when we talk about a ventral leader is someone who really has appetite for the full suite of emotions going on in their workforce and doesn't make it wrong. But if we come back to our never ending conversation on boundaries, like but the boundary is feel the emotion but take action from your ventral state. Come back to feeling your state space state of being calm and relaxed and excited again and then take action and that's sort of I think um god to have permission to be human but I but it's so I think that we should extend the invite Mm. to everyone to experiment with this of when you're with someone and they've got a big emotion going on see if you can drop the judgment See if you can drop the, oh my gosh, I've just got theory you running through my head and Otto Sharma, you know, the judgment, the cynicism and the fear, like just let go of those three really big blockers and see if you can sit not just in a state of being calm and relaxed with them, but see if you could even just lean in and have an appetite for how they're feeling, give them permission to feel it. And you can, that comes across in your body language because you are then that's the most powerful way you could co-regulate someone to a ventral state mm. is to make them feel so completely okay for having their big emotion 
but you will help them swing out of that state even faster. They'll tip the bucket completely empty and they'll be able to come back and have that then very rational ventral conversation yeah. off the back of it. So we're going to extend the challenge. Yeah. See if you can give it a go. Uh, have a play. Yes. We'd love to hear from you if you manage it. Please do. We've had some successes and fails in our experimentation in the last week. Yeah. <laughs> Safe to say? Yes. I think it, it does also speak to how full our bucket is of energy <laughs> or emotion. Um, oh, God, so notice so that true. about yourself is that somebody else's um, big emotional, big feeling can trigger something in you and that can sometimes be difficult for you to to do, or it's been difficult for me and then I have to apply the same rules for myself. Okay, this is okay. This emotion that I'm feeling is okay. So a bit like the, the airplane announcements of put your own... Oh, yeah. Oxygen mask on first yeah, before you help yeah. somebody else. So maybe some let's have some rules to the game as you experiment with this. Check yourself on where you are. And if you notice yourself getting triggered, give yourself permission to explore that before you try and be somebody else's aid. Nice. And maybe the other thing is we realize that sometimes you are needing to put your bucket to one side for the time being because you have to attend to something really urgent or really important. As we've said, if you don't tip the bucket over completely, you repeat it and it stays there. So don't worry if you don't get to it in the time that you think it's happening right there. You'll get plenty more times to revisit it afterwards. <laughs> Sorry, but you will. <laughs> yeah. So take peace in that as well. And then when you find the space, then to allow or to be there for the other person to let them tip their buckets. Yeah, I absolutely love it. So uh, appetite for all the emotions and yeah and let's just see if you can actually get yourself into a place where you are that calm that excited about someone having big emotions like really is like a it's oh, it's just appetite isn't it <laughs> appetite for someone feeling big emotions um and that's certainly something we're gonna we'll update you on as well as we continue to experiment with it um but yeah awesome have a great week and we look forward to speaking to you all soon. Bye. Bye. If you have been enjoying this, finding it ridiculously cool or noticing yourself wanting to geek out in these conversations well, hit the like or subscribe so that you can be notified of any new uh, podcasts that Kim and I have to send your way.